Alright, um... Gosh, what were we here to do? I don't even fucking remember. I know Rachel's dead. She's not dead. <laughs> Rachel had just been shot in the head. Everybody else had been killed by zombie vampires. Yeah. I think I'm still alive. I wasn't injured in the slightest. That's because you're already dead. True. But the important thing is... <laughs> it's not how you died, it's the friends you killed along the way. <laughs> Alright. Hello, and welcome back, listeners. Uh, my name is Ben. I'm here with Rosemary, Austin, Trisha, Ed, and Nick S., and we are the Rogue Valley Roleplayers. We're here to play Valley of Famine using the Deadlands Reloaded rules system uh, via Savage Worlds Adventure Edition. We've updated, mostly. Um, still cherry-picking a lot of rules there, but uh, Savage Worlds Adventure Edition and Deadlands Reloaded are property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Uh, check them out if you've never heard of them. Because awesome if you want game. to play a game, you need to check out the Pinnacle. Yep, that's right. That's right. The Pinnacle of Tabletop Gaming. I actually would probably agree with that statement. So. <laughs> I like Savage Worlds. Yeah, Savage Worlds rules. Um, yeah, this is episode one of season two. We're back for God knows how long <laughs> until I lose the gaming space for an undetermined amount of time. Anyway, I am the marshal of this game, uh, running the show as it were. My name is Ben, if you hadn't picked up on that, if you somehow haven't picked up on that in almost two years of this podcast. It's been two years? It's getting on. Towards it. Not two years of Valley of Famine, but uh, we've been off and on for about two years. That's cool. I'm Rosemary, playing Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy. Who is totally dead. He's not dead. <laughs> I'm Austin playing Macario the Clown, who has somehow developed massive muscles under a pile of vampire bodies. Ooh. I'm Trisha, and I'm playing Chen Mei. I am a uh, fixer for the railroad. And uh, Ben also forgot to mention that Porthos, the lab, is with us. And he, yes. is a, he is a very good dog. He is a very good doggo. He mm. is the best. <laughs> and you may hear him from time to time as he is a lab. I am Ed. I am playing Raylan Daisy Gilmore, the weird scientist. I am Nick S. I am playing Haru Matsuhara, the samurai. And when last we left off been a while hasn't it uh a night train came rolling into the rogue valley stopped at the medford station and unleashed its deadly cargo of nosferatu and uh our heroes led a uh, valiant defense against the vampires um many were uh gravely injured um including uh, Deputy Rachel Kennedy, who was, uh, when, when she came to, she was helped up by U.S. Federal Malcolm Locke, uh, who helped her over to a horse, not Oakley, just a horse. Oh, okay. Um, and then the last thing that the deputy remembers is Malcolm Locke 
cocking the hammer on his Lamont pistol and saying, sorry about this deputy, before pulling the trigger. And we'll uh, catch you all next time. (laughs) (laughs) Short episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's dawn. Uh, Everyone's picking up the pieces. We're going to revisit a couple of folks because a bunch of characters were incapacitated at the end of our season finale. Uh, Daisy. So you were... You blew up the train with your uh, your satchel explosive that you made. Uh, the explosion knocked you down. You were fighting off some more vampires. Um, and one of them clawed you really badly. And you saw this like knot of vampires, this group, group of vampires rushing towards you. And you were pretty sure that that was it. You were done. And just before unconsciousness took you, uh, you saw a figure on horseback come plowing through those vampires, kind of scattering them. Was it my daddy? No. Oh. <laughs> you seem so disappointed. Um, oh, I would have found him. But great. no, the, the last thing you heard was Jonathan's voice kind of kind of crying out some sort of war cry. A war cry? Like a rebel yell? Not a rebel yell, no. Just more like a... Um... Yeah, Makara, you just kind of got knocked down. One of, one of your uh, scarecrows that you set up, that's not a scarecrow, but it's a scarecrow, kind of fell over you and, and kept you hidden from the vampires so they didn't finish you off. Wonderful. What a heroic... <laughs> and <laughs> what a heroic Makario moment that was. Yeah. Uh, Chen Mei, you got struck down as well, but a couple of the Iron Dragon... Uh, railroad warriors kind of closed ranks around you and they kept you protected uh, while someone dragged you to safety away from the battle. And Haru, you never got knocked down. You were there carrying the day uh, in, in the battle. And now it is dawn. Uh, rises on a blood-stained rogue valley. And a Everyone except for Rachel has regained consciousness in one form or another. Rachel has moved on to the next life. No, she's not dead. Um, what are you guys doing? I'd honestly be going to look for everybody, seeing how everybody. Okay. You know. Yeah, you find uh, Daisy being tended to by Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan probably has some minor scrapes and scratches, but nothing major. Okay. Uh. uh Daisy, good to see you make it out alive. He's a Haru, very good dog. You are, well, I was about to say alive, but... <laughs> I am, well, yes. Have you seen Macario, Rachel, or Chinmei? I haven't seen no one but you and Jonathan here yet. How about you, Jonathan? Have you seen the others yet? I've, I haven't had taken the time to look. I've been uh, taking care of Daisy here. Then I shall continue searching for them. I hope they're all right. It was uh, it was uh, another bit of that weirdness I never wanted to see again. I'm so glad you bought your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have no regrets. 
No regrets. No, it's not regrettable. It's like the best thing ever. <laughs> what are you doing, Macario? Wake up, you sit up, you brush the straw and, and whatnot out of your face. So he uh, he's basically looking around for his friends, of course, and uh, seeing to the, the injured as best he can, trying to wrap them up. Um, but uh, he's no he's no doctor. He's just a clown. Got someone you're triaging that you just mummified in van. They just stop the bleeding. <laughs> well, that takes care of that scratch. And uh, I think he'll he'll eventually notice Haru and Daisy and walk over. Okay. Uh, oh oh good, you are alive. Uh, Where's the deputy? I, I have not seen her. I was just about to go looking oh, no. for her and yourself. It's good that you've come out not scathed. Your grease paint's a little smudged, but... <laughs> uh, well, I, I always try to look my best, but some days you have a bad hair day, no? <laughs> I look at my hair. <laughs> I'm just picturing her with like the wild hair now. Oh no, no. it's it's zombie guts. Oh, (laughs) nice. Vampire guts. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty gross. A lot of people everywhere trying to check on on the fallen. Uh, Some people are doing corpse disposal. Um, Valerie Rose and the other person whose name escapes me. Uh, Alexander Corbin are kind of doing the rounds, talking to people, trying to get the score, the the, the story. Sheriff Ross is uh, trying to keep people organized. He looks like he's a little out of his depth, uh, but he he's doing the best he can. And keeps kind of looking over, like where's where the fucking deputy? She can't be dead. Need some goddamn help here. So I'd like to do a search for the deputy. Can okay. I roll something? Yeah, roll a roll a notice there. So you did run off of the train platform into the town. Mm-hmm. Nope, not so much. You still got wounds. You've got three wounds. Those of you who are uh, oh. incapacitated. I'll go ahead and roll a notice as well. Okay. Got a five. It's a five. You don't see the deputy anywhere, but you do see her dog. Scout's kind of running around looking very agitated. Well, there's deputy dog. Maybe we should try to wrestle him in. That's awesome. That is <laughs> So far, my dog is a doctor and a deputy now. You can be both. No cares, less dogs. Doctor, or yeah. deputy doctor dog. Yep. Or doctor deputy dog. I like that. Where is Rachel, Scout? Can you can you find her? Oh, that's right. I'm a scout. Did she fall down a well? <laughs> Which never happened to little Timmy. Yeah, Scout is pretty agitated. And he keeps like uh, looking at you, and then and then turning and, and running off down the street, and then stopping and coming back. I'd follow. Comes running yeah, up. I'd come out, 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 at you. Follow where he goes to the end of the street. Yeah, he's, he's leading you towards out of town. Um, and that's that's about when uh, that... Yeah, 
nasty voice in your head decides to pipe up. And he sounds, Lazarus Black sounds tired, sounds exhausted. He says, listen here, son, I don't know what you're planning to do, but uh, I need to get some shut-eye, if you know what I mean. You done been up all night long fighting fucking vampires. You can sleep when we find Rachel. Or we can sleep now and the deputy, if she's still alive, will take care of herself. No, I will find her. Ah, don't agree. We're gonna take a nap now. And, uh, let's see, what's your spirit there? D12. D12, so he gets a D12 plus one. A roll for dominion. And he's going to use every gem Hadar at his disposal. That's not good. You win. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Can you not bend any of those rolls? I mean... I'm going to try to... You got a nine. You got to beat a nine. Got to beat a nine? Mm -hmm. Nope. All right, so you lose a point of dominion. Uh, I think you were at plus one before, so you go down to zero. And yeah, you black out. Suddenly, Haru just thud to nope. the ground. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, black out? Blackout. You black out. You, you don't know what's going on. Um, oh, this is bad. <laughs> uh, who was there with uh, Haru? Me and Mercario. Right. Chinmay, are you there as well? No, I went to the office for the Iron Dragon to okay. kind of check in with people and find out more about what's going on. Yeah, I see Lunhui is kind of dealing with uh, dealing with uh, people asking questions, trying to um, help direct things. Um, looking pretty overwhelmed. Uh, Mercario and Daisy, you're following Haru when he kind of suddenly stops, looks around, cracks his neck, and then uh, heads off towards the Jacksonville Inn. That which way the dog's going? Nope. Oh. Uh, Haru, where are you going? Dog's going this way. Haru? He doesn't respond. Uh, I'll I'll stumble up to him and lay a hand on his shoulder and try to turn him around. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. What do you need from me? I need you to roll a fighting roll there because Haru turns around with a nasty glare in his eyes and a mean rat hook. Oh boy. Um, blow it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, 15. 15. Plus 2 because he's got the drop. 17. That's going to be plus 4 because of the drop. Oh, is it plus 4? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, so I, I reckon that hits with a raise. Oh, yeah. Alright, go ahead and roll your strength. Three. Oh. Do I? Uh, yep. 
You got a raise, so you roll a d6. Four. So that's eight points of damage. He, he takes you by surprise and, and so uh, clocks I th- you across the, the jaw. I think that just shakes me because my toughness is six. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Macario uh, basically falls on his butt with a look of shock on his face and doesn't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. I'm like, Haru, what the hell are you doing? Getting some goddamn shut eye. We gotta find Rachel. The scout's going this way. If she's alive, she'll keep. There's no rush. How, how can you say this? He finally she's, gets she's up. She's our friend. She will be fine. She is a tough one. I need sleep. I dead tired. Well, Mercario, should we follow Scout then? Uh, we, we have to find the deputy. Uh, time is of the essence. I, I don't care what Haru says. All right, let's go. Maybe we should find Chen Mei as well. Do we know, do we know what happened to Chen Mei at this point? Uh, We've probably been asking around, so if people know where she is. Yeah. Uh, we should find Chen Mei. We and should, then? We should get Graves. I, 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 I can barely stand. I, I don't know about you, but... Oh, oh, look at me. <laughs> Not all this blood on me is zombies. <laughs> and Graves is right there. He's probably yeah. like helping you walk. Okay. Oh, and, and the sheriff. We should get the sheriff. Yeah, we didn't really get the sheriff yet. Did we? Oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> you guys could tell the sheriff what, what Haru did. He'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, guess we gotta go put him down. <laughs> Thought Ray, or, uh, Rosemary was gonna be making a new character, but turns out it's Nick. <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, we'll head around town and try to collect everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, you find Chen Mei easily enough. Now whether you can recruit her to your cause is another question entirely. Chin Mei? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a very Chin Mei move to do. <laughs> that was a power move right there. Yeah. Do you all like. I feel really disempowered. Did you come find me at the railroad? Yeah, office? we did. Oh, okay. We, we heard you were there. I didn't think that you guys were. You. Okay. <laughs> You're yes. included. Yes, Mercario. That, that was a power move, though. It was like, like <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I don't care. Yeah, I feel like Chen Mei's probably sitting in the corner meditating and just like ignoring everyone. The, um, the deputy is is missing, and and we wanted to ask your help i i am not feeling very good and and neither is daisy and, and we have to find her how did she go missing uh we don't know but her her dog is going out of town like something took her out her dog is going out of town yes i'm really confused can somebody else explain to me what mercurio is saying scout's trying to lead us out of town to go find Oh, Rachel went. Okay, the dog is is trying to take us to Rachel. Um, I have a little bit of business here to finish up. If you can give me about half an hour, I will join you to follow Scout. Uh, that will do. We're go- we're going to get other help. 
but uh, we'll come grab you. Yeah, so then uh, I guess Daisy will lead us wherever she saw Graves, probably. What was that? Uh, Daisy will probably take us to Graves. Oh, Graves is already Graves with, with us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then the sheriff? Okay, yeah, you find uh, Ross it's, uh, still trying to organize things, looking harried and tired. Macario? Where, uh, where the fuck is Rachel? Uh, her her dog is is taking us out of town. We th- we think something drug her away, maybe. What? Yeah, we were hoping you would know where she was, but we think Scout knows where she is. Fuck. That is some shitty timing. Um, uh, where the hell is Haru? He ran. Well, yeah, he. Were, Got tired and we had to go back to the inn. He punched me in the face. I was trying to put that out. That's idiot. <laughs> he what? I I don't know why. He bad mood. We just got in a big fight and he was tired and I just think he. Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> Not Ross's night. <laughs> Well, that is some real shitty news. And, oh, man. All right. I'll go handle Haru. <laughs> handle with a bullet to the dome. Oh, God. <laughs> you get some supplies together, get your horses, get ready to follow that dog and find where uh, where the deputy is. Has anyone seen Locke? Uh, I, I don't remember who that is. Sheriff, he was the, he was here with the battle. He was the federal marshal. Good-looking fella. I, I suppose. Good-looking fella. If you like that kind of thing. <laughs> Graves is kind of giving you like, hey, <laughs> look. I ain't dead. I can look. <laughs> I give, I give him that. I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> Not the best looking fella, just a good looking one. <laughs> I'm a lot more charismatic than I used to be now, though. Yeah. These new rules. Uh-huh. But I still, you know, draw your ears off about Lemurians while spitting tobacco in your face. So. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll try and find out where Locke is. He can probably help us get your stuff together. Like I said, I'll go handle Haru. No big deal. Alright. Give me some uh, notice or persuasion rolls to ask about Malcolm Locke. Notice or persuasion. I'm better at one of those than the other, so... I got a six to persuade people to talk about him. All right. So have I officially finished up my business at the Iron Dragon and I'm with them now? Yeah. Okay, then... Uh, no one's really seen sign of Locke. Um, one person does say they think they saw him and the deputy riding out out of town. Figured they were going to Jacksonville, uh, to get help. You saw them riding out of town? Yeah. Like on horseback? Uh, okay. 
deputy looked kind of funny, but I f figured she got hurt in the battle or something. With a look of paranoia, he rushes off to find Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> now, did we actually see Rachel get shot? Nope. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, and I got a four on my notice. Okay, yeah, you kind of get the same. You, you, you get the sense that Malcolm Locke is not in town. Okay. And Scout was trying to lead us towards. Jacksonville? Uh, yeah, kind of ish. Westerly, westerly. And you were running off to Jacksonville then too. Huh? Yep. Oh, that's right. You were riding off towards Jacksonville, so you'd be along the way. So Perfect. is Scout actually going to be like? Do we do we believe that Scout will reliably lead us to Rachel, or is he just going to like lead us out into the woods and then start rolling around in like the dead carcass of a deer? Maybe it's entirely yeah. possible. He's been a decent tracker before. Well, that's but... a pit stop. The deer rolling is a pit stop, but he'll eventually lead us there. <laughs> okay. Track, 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 rolling deer. Track, 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 rolling another deer. Squirrel. Hopefully, with, with the information we had, yeah, it seems like he wants to lead us. To, and now, even if he doesn't lead us to Jacksonville, we'll go there. So that's where we were told she might be. But maybe my body's actually bleeding out in the woods by the deer carcass. Oh, <laughs> they use the deer to carcass to. Uh, yeah. Your dog's gonna roll on your dead carcass. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. You used the present tense there, like Rachel was in the process of bleeding out versus bled out. It's well, gonna be okay. You continue to bleed a short time after death. Yeah. Don't have my dog roll in my body, please. Eat your body. It's not a cat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have that conversation with my cats regularly. That I know that if I die, and they'll eat my. Corpse. Rachel and Bits. <laughs> oh, no. uh, so you you find Daisy Macario. Okay. I I talked with uh, a woman said she saw Daisy and the 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 marshal the federal man riding out of town. To where? I I don't know to find help. Daisy's That's like, it. wait a minute, I'm wait, Daisy. Right, yeah. I'm a little confused. I knew what he was saying because yes. I'm Daisy. Yeah. Sorry, Rachel is what I meant to say. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, but anyway, yeah, it, this is a weird thing. React. <laughs> well, Scout was leading us that way too, so maybe so, we should head that way. I, I, once we get, we meet the sheriff and let him know this information. Well, the sheriff goes riding by at breakneck speed. <laughs> uh, so, let us find our horses <laughs> and follow. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we, I, I figured we got our stuff. Um. We're going to skip forward. So you, you get your horses and you kind of start to follow out after. Um, Haru, you come to with a black-barreled colt walker in your face. You're lying on the ground. You don't know how you got there. But Ross is standing over you with that gun cocked and ready. Um, hello, Sheriff. I... How did I get here? I was going to go look for Rachel. You, uh... You slipped up, son. You let your demon get the better of you. He is 
much stronger than I thought. Can't be lax. These uh, these things, they have to recharge their batteries every night. Like, you know, if you push them, they tend to get a bit ornery. More so than usual. I care more about Rachel than myself. If you have to kill me, you follow me. I'm going to find Rachel. Well, I reckon your friend will be along in a minute. I just wanted to make sure you were in your right state of mind when you did. Sounds like you uh, gave Macario a pretty good crack to the jaw. And I will beg for forgiveness. Right, well, I can't push my demon any further. You go ahead and do the best you can, but you're going to have to rest sooner or later couple hours at least you go bring the deputy back and I'll try and keep things safe here I will leave you to it sheriff all right he holsters his gun yeah and you know uncocks the hammer gun safety yep without you know just pulling the trigger on your face <laughs> crack a plow <laughs> <laughs> holsters it helps you up to your feet and you're about to like Step away and get back to your horse. Coons like grazing somewhere nearby. It looks like he caught up, rode up, caught up to you. Do have no idea how you got out in the middle of nowhere, except for the fact that he told you your demon got in, in charge. Looks like he rode up and knocked you down to the ground and basically beat the shit out of you until the demon relinquished control. <laughs> I don't feel. Pain. You don't feel pain, so <laughs> I was, yeah. I was like, <laughs> like. My nose doesn't go that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pop your nose back into place. Slide the jaw back. Click your jaw back and then... Yeah. You know, you're about to head back to your horse when uh, Ross, the man named Kane, grabs you, pulls you back and says, You find my deputy, you bring her back alive. I intend to, Sheriff. Good. Can't do this job by myself. Someone's got to do the paperwork. It ain't gonna be me from now on. And I, I head back into Jacksonville area, or up like wherever. You know. Yeah, you're probably like halfway there or something, and the rest of the group kind of catches up with you. Macario, a minute. Uh. Talk to me from over there, Haru. I was not okay. I did not mean to strike you. Please forgive me. I have been out of sorts. Uh, it, it is nothing. I, I, I'm glad you're here to help us. We need to, we need to get moving, though. The, the time's wasting. I understand. I just wanted to apologize for my... Outburst. Apparently, there's some parts to my condition that I am still getting used to. (laughs) 
I suggest if you notice a change in my attitude like that again to just give me distance or shoot me. Either one. You really want us to shoot you? If that happens. <laughs> I won't shoot you, Haru, but I will hogtie you and slap you around a little until you wake up. That's an acceptable alternative. <laughs> Let us find the deputy, wasting no more time. And you saddle up, you take off, scouts in the lead, uh, follow, following a, uh, a trail that only he seems to, to see. Deputy, you're in that dark, dusty land. Something is dragging you across. You see that that beacon, that lighthouse growing further and further away. It's light, it's guiding light, dimming as you are dragged by the hair across the dusty plain. She's scrambling at the ground. She's screaming. Mm Mm-hmm. In terror. And you, you manage to kind of twist your head around and look up and you see, you know who's got you. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's that demonic form of your husband, Paul Flint, dragging you by your hair and he's loping along at a crazy speed. And uh, you can kind of almost see uh, in the darkness four mountainous figures growing in the shadow and the darkness and there's like a red haze that's starting to glow uh, and, and build. You see lightning strikes illuminating the, the skyline. It looks all sorts of horrible. And then you look back down where you're being dragged across that dusty plain and you see you see the, the fading light of the, the beacon and you see another figure and their shape wolf-like, glowing golden, bounding after you. It's drawn closer, but it's not closing the distance. So, she's... I mean, she's struggling. She's sobbing. She's terrified out of her mind. And she's just looking for any way to escape. Um, She's, like, looking at this wolf, just trying, like, reaching a hand out towards it. Like, begging, like, help me, help me, you know. Help, help! And she's just totally screaming, like, hysterical. She's, like, reaching up behind her, trying to break his grip on her hair. And that wolf's bounding closer, and it, it gets close. The demon picks up speed, and it's running. It's breakneck, and you're, you're, you're being, you know, you're, you're just broken and beaten by the the dusty ground that you're being dragged along. And the last thing you hear before darkness consumes you is a child's voice. I'm coming, Mom. You wake up and it's night. There's a fire crackling. And the first thing you notice is that you hurt just all over. Like you've been shot. <laughs> Why do I suspect that's because I have been shot? And the second thing you notice is that you've got manacles on. 
feet and your your hands are bound in irons. And sitting across the fire from you, playing with uh, that silver dollar, is Malcolm Locke. So I kind of imagine it like she kind of comes to slowly and then, you know, how when you, like you come to, and then like your, it all comes back to her and then mm-hmm. she's like. <gasps> Evening, deputy. Malcolm? What? what? What's going on? Well. What? What? She knows is the shackles. What the? What the fuck are these? Well, those are, uh, are, uh, manacles. Some folk call them handcuffs. I know what they are. Chains. Why, why are they all? Irons. What, what's going on? Fetters, if you want to get biblical. What? Where? The, the town. Where? And she just gives him this, like, she doesn't even know where to begin, kind of. Well, I uh, apologize for the deception, but I ain't a duly appointed U.S. federal marshal. I'm a, a bounty hunter. Come, want to run that by me again? Oh wait, I got Benny's. I can use these. My role-playing A's rolling that coin, that silver dollar crosses uh, kind of his knuckles. It, it tracks across his mm-hmm. knuckles. Um, a bounty hunter. I go after bounties. I find them, live or dead. Depends. Not always the same for everyone. I bring them back in to whoever has posted the bounty. Usually it's the, the, the government, be it the Confederacy or the Union. Um, and then they pay me money. That's how bounty hunting works. She's gonna... Just give him like... <laughs> yeah, I know the fuck how <laughs> bounties work. Well, you, <laughs> you asked me to run it past you again. What, so, what does that have to do with why? Who? Well... Mrs. Flint. And her, like, color's going to drain at that. Your, uh... Don't you... Your husband misses you something awful. At least I think he does. What do you call me? Your married name. I ain't married. Uh, Mr. Paul Flint begs to differ. That son of a bitch can go straight to hell. Uh, he might have. Um, not really sure about that, but, uh, you know, that is something that the, the two of you can discuss in person after I've gotten paid. She's going to lunge her feet and just try to run away. You, yeah, okay, all right, okay. I mean, yeah, like, oh, I don't just... know what the rules are, but if your ankles are manacled, that's like... I know it's going to be hard, but uh-huh. yeah, she wants to you just get run up, away. You start running best you can. Yeah. And, uh, like, you, you look over your shoulder once uh-huh. back to, to see if he's coming after you, and he's not at the fire. He's not there. He's not there. And when you turn around, 
He's standing right in front of you, <laughs> holding that uh, silver dollar, and he kind of just like pushes you back hard, and you fall on the ground. And I'd take it as a kindness if you didn't try and do that again. Can we uh, can we agree that uh, I don't need to use another ghost bullet on you? She's she's shocked. <laughs> She's still wounded from this fight. Uh-huh. And now she's seen him at the fire. And now he's somehow over there. Um, and she's she's just basically in shock. All right. She's, Come on. Pulls I you back up. No. And he, he's mostly back. trying to help you walk back to the fire, but he drags you if he has to. Yeah, he's probably going to have okay, to. Okay, he drags you bit. back, drops you down by the fire. And she's going to, at this point, look kind of for her gun. Yeah, your guns are gone. Yeah, I figured. Like your gun belt is gone. The, everyone else. Haru. Daisy. Macario. Still fighting vampires last I saw. Ross. Yeah, that's a funny one. He ain't quite what he seems. Yeah, well, you ain't quite what you seem either. <laughs> I wonder if there's a bounty on him. He sure looks like he's got a load of secrets to keep. Anything you want to share? Stay the fuck away from my friends. <sighs> I hope you know it's nothing personal. Oh, it's personal. That's what they all say. Really, it's just about the money. I mean... Not not really my kind of kind of bounty I collect on, but your husband was he a man of wealth when you uh, before you ran off from him? I can't rightly say he didn't talk to me about money. Mm. But if it's money you're interested in, I got plenty. What's he paying you? How much you got? What's he paying you? A hefty sum. Apparently he misses you real bad. Well, and, I can uh, make it worth your while. Can you? Can you? Because uh, Flint don't seem like a man to cross. I would surely hate to get on his bad side, as you seem to have. Probably shouldn't have sent them telegraphs. Telegraphs? Asking about your husband? Sounds like you care just a little bit still. I'm just taking a guess. I don't really know. I don't know anything about me. Or or Paul. That's so. Oh, I definitely don't know. Well, no. I know more than I care to know about your husband. Why'd you even marry him in the first place? Stone cold son of a bitch like that? <laughs> he wasn't always like that. Was he? Hard to imagine. I've had a conversation or two with him. He wasn't always. Just... I don't know where, when, he just, 
went cold. But I'm begging you. Let me go. Like I said, it's nothing personal. I respect you. Like I said, we worked together for a bit. Semi-similar professions. I mean, mine's mostly bounty hunting. But, uh, work with the law pretty often. But, Flint made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and I'm a little bit too scared to cross him. Then you're just as bad as he is. Well, some fancy guns you've got here. Might not have taken the job if Flynn told me you was a hexlinger like me. And then this, like, kind of dawning look of, like, oh, things clicking into place. I see. I hazard a guess when I saw your pistols we first met. But when you handed me that, uh, long shot special and I saw the runes carved on the bullet, I knew what I was dealing with, knew I had to be real careful. Yeah, well, one of these days you're going to find a bullet with your name on it. I'm sure this doesn't come as a surprise to you, but not the first time I've heard that. Probably not going to be the last. Anyway, uh, it's getting late. We've got a little ways to travel tomorrow, so I recommend getting some shut-eye. Fine. She's going to roll over. Um, well, she doesn't actually want to fall asleep, though. Uh-huh. Give me a big roll, because you were up oh, okay. all night, and you were fighting... And you got hurt. Yeah, but she got some ghost bullet time. <laughs> I don't think that counts as proper rest. <laughs> um, six minus three is three. Um, I'm going to Benny that. Nope. So I guess she actually does. Yeah, like, exhaustion like overtakes like, you. She's trying to like wait him out for him to fall asleep because mm -hmm. it just seems like oh I'm going to escape. And he's just sitting there but and it's like she's so exhausted and wounded that she falls asleep kind of without meaning to. And you kind of see like you roll over so you can keep an eye on him uh, while you're pretending to, to be asleep before you do mm -hmm. fully fall asleep. And you can see him trying to, to keep this, this sort of smug confident air mm -hmm. about him but there's a hint of fatigue and a hint of doubt in his face as he's sitting there. He's rolling that. He's playing with that silver dollar, rolling across his fingers, and he's thinking. And he doesn't. It just doesn't look like what's going on is setting all that well with oh, him, okay. despite what he said. What he said. Okay. Like maybe that money just isn't quite that good mm -hmm. for what he's got himself into. His, his morals are worth a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you also can kind of see a bit of fear. Like, he wasn't joking. He took this job, and now he's, like, 
fuck, I better not fuck up. Right. Because it might be more than just losing a payday. Right. And uh, we're going to come back to the rest of the posse. So you've traveled as far as you could throughout the day into the uh, the wilderness of the Rogue Valley, uh, following where Scout leads. But eventually you get to the point where you're just too exhausted. It's getting too dark. Um, you've pushed Lazarus Black to the breaking point. Um and as as nightfall's coming, he's like hoarsely whispering to you if you want to stay alive, let me rest. I'm just about out of juice. I hate to say it as much as I'd like to get to Rachel as soon as possible. But I need my rest again. Please. Lucario has fallen asleep on Guapito, and Guapito runs into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm mighty tired myself. Yeah. Guess we'll pick up this trail in the morning. Scout still, like, heading off unceasingly. Mm-hmm. Kind of turns around, sees you all stopping, setting up camp. Come here. I'll share with him some rations and we'll be right on her trail, I promise you, boy. We cannot go as long as you. You have the endurance of a good warrior. He snuffs, growls again, then plants his butt down at the edge of camp and keeps his nose pointed in the direction that uh, he's been leading you. Get a small campfire started and then I lean against a tree and just uh, and you're out. <laughs> I get like I crouch down, fall back against the tree and just Yep. And uh Oh Chen Mei is the only one who's not aware. Chen Mei, give me a notice roll. Uh whatever it is, I see it very well. <laughs> yeah, uh Haru's not breathing. He's leaning against a, uh the tree there and he's just he's gone limp. Uh, he's, he's, you know, not in a natural sleeping position or angle, and yeah, his chest isn't rising or falling. Haru. 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 CPR, like, a thing, yet it's not really a thing. <laughs> I don't think it is a thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure when CPR was developed, but I don't think it was a thing. I'm gonna walk over and kind of smack him gently on the face. Say, "Oh, he's cold to the touch." Oh, oh, I think Haru's dead. We should do. What? I think Haru's dead. Uh, he's he's Daisy, fine. Daisy, come check in. No, he's fine. Just wait till the ha- morning. Haru's all right. He's just he's really shallow breather. He just he's, can't tell. <laughs> he's cold. He's not just not breathing. He's also cold. Well, it's cold outside. It's pretty but, cold tonight. But he's colder than the cold outside. <laughs> this is not natural. He's dead. <laughs> and I, I start smacking him a little bit more vigorously. Stop that. And then I shake him. Haru. Haru. Well, I guess we should bury him. 
He's no, dead. No, don't, don't bury him. Go to sleep, please. That's, no, that's what you do when somebody dies. You bury, you, you don't want to like leave him out here for the scavengers to eat him. I mean, I guess it's better if like the bears eat him than eat us while we're sleeping. But why would we bury uh, him here when we can take him, his body back to town and give him a proper Because he's dead. You want to drag a dead body around? I don't want to drag a dead body around. Why don't you just bury him here? We've been dragging lots of bodies around. That's how we got our bounties. Listen, if if I put a blanket over his head, will that make you feel better? No, he's still dead. It'll keep him warm. But it doesn't matter if he's he's dead. I, okay, so he's dead. We'll deal with it in the morning. Go to bed. I don't want to leave him sitting there. Things come back to life out here. I don't want to leave a dead body. I'd rather bury him and then at least... At least if he, like, comes back to life, we can hear him digging his way out of the grave. Miss May, things do come back to life around here. I know, that's why I want to bury him, because he's dead. Well, sometimes when they come back to life, they're not all frothing and clawy and killy. Like, Do I have a shovel in my musket? I don't think so, no. Oh, damn it. Oh, Miss May... Haru's going to hate me for this, but <laughs> Haru, Haru is dead. Yeah, I know. I guess I shook him. I, I, I tried to wake him up, but he's cold. But he's not breathing. Uh, clearly, he's dead. I told you he's dead. When he wakes up, he'll be alive in the morning, and he's he'll be just fine. He'll be the Haru we all know. Miss Daisy, I don't think you understand how He stinks how death, a little, but. I don't, I don't think you understand how death works. You don't wake up. I mean, maybe maybe your faith says he'll go to heaven and he'll wake up in heaven, but no. but uh, he's <laughs> dead. Unfortunately, there's a lot of things that people don't understand about the way things work. I don't understand why you don't <laughs> want to bury him. Because he'll just claw his way out of the grave. Well, then we'll at least hear him and we'll know that he's come back from the dead. You'll know when he wakes up in the morning and it's not dead. I know I'm not drunk right now, but I feel like I'm drunk because this doesn't make sense. Did you get wounded last night? Because I'm a little woozy from all that. No, I'm fine. But I don't understand why you want to leave a dead body sitting out where it can get eaten by scavengers. It would be more respectful to Haru to bury him. The scavengers, like, or smell him. Or burn him. Scavengers aren't going to eat that. If you want to let that. me bury him, then let let me burn him because you know, let his let his spirit be at peace and and free from this body that doesn't serve him anymore. For God's sake, <laughs> he's not really dead. He's just dead sleeping. Sorry, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Go to sleep, Chin Mei. He, Haru is fine. He will wake up in the morning. He will be completely normal. We don't know why it is. He just does. Is that enough for you? No, he's dead. <laughs> he won't be completely fine in the morning. He's dead. He's he's not breathing. He's cold. He's smell. He's already starting to decay. I don't even know how he's decaying already. He's already starting to decay. I mean, I'm not I'm not an undertaker, but but dead is dead. I don't I don't understand why you all keep saying he's gonna wake up in the morning. All of a sudden Edgar Pittman standing. You needed an undertaker? Yes. <laughs> oh okay. Okay. We will make a compromise because you don't believe me. I will take my rope out, 
I will tie Haru to the tree. If he wakes up, he will be tied to the tree and he will not be able to kill us all. Why are you abusing his corpse? Now, Macario, you might actually think that the thing took over again. If you tie him up, because you promised him to tie him up. You're talking about him like he's still alive, but he's dead. Are you, are, are you all still, are you like... Are you, are you in, are you in shock from what happened last night? I mean, it's like we fought I, a giant demon beast on an island, I and understand. you don't believe me when I say that Haru will wake up in the morning. No, I don't. I don't understand. The the demon beast was dead, and we fought the spirit of the demon beast. Well, well, he, he still has his spirit. Like I said, he will wake up in the morning. He's done it like, I don't know, Daisy, three days now? Four days? A few. Oh, it's been a, a month. few of them. Yeah, it's been a it's, while. It's been yeah, almost it's been a month. month. Uh, time goes so past, wait, past so fast. Wait, you're saying he dies every night and then he wakes up in the morning? Yeah. Well, it's, it's more like sleeps. Well, he's always dead, but sometimes he is dead and talking, and sometimes he is dead dead like that. So... <laughs> So are you saying that he has like a demon inside of him? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, then, we, yeah. Should like that. Well, then yeah. we should definitely burn him to get rid of the demon. Well, uh, um. let's, I, <laughs> well, listen, you are getting very upset. Let us talk with him in the morning and, and see what he thinks. Okay, well, you need to tie him up to the tree then. So. I will tie him to the tree. I will make sure his arms are tied to the tree <sighs> for you. So that you can feel safe and have a good night's sleep, and we can all have a good night's sleep. I'm because so I need a good night's sleep. <laughs> I, I don't expect that I'll be getting a good night's sleep with a, with a dead person possessed by a demon in our camp, tied up or not. But All right, I'd like to tie Haru up to the tree. All right, yeah, you can do that, no problem. That was fucking magical, and I'm so glad we got that on, on the podcast. Take a Benny, all of you. <laughs> Morning comes, and everyone go ahead and make vigor. Well, not you, Haru. <laughs> not you. But everyone make vigor rolls, uh, minus your wounds, to see if you heal naturally. Me included? Now, would we have stopped and made actual healing rolls or tried to do something smarter than that before actually running off like this? I don't know, were we? Does, <laughs> yeah, does anyone have the us. healing... I have the skill. skill. I don't have it any longer because I rebuilt uh, Macario, but I think, yeah, you still do. Okay, if you want to do that, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll retro back to, like, the golden hour period. Okay. Um, but, like, yeah, uh, with that, you would definitely have uh, had to have made camp at some point before catching up to... Uh, well, during the uh, half hour we were waiting for, what's his name? For uh, Haru? No, not Haru, the, the, the Ross. Ross, yeah. Do you still have my old character sheet? Because I don't think I transferred wounds over. To well, well I, I didn't. You, you had three wounds. I had three. Yeah. Okay. You, were, you were in cap from last time, so. Okay. I, I got to try to heal myself, so I'm not doing minus sixes. <laughs> Woohoo! Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what that one is? Yeah. That one's a reroll. Uh, so that's a 12. 12 total or? 12 after the 15 total. Okay. 12 with my minus three. So oh, that wow. Heals three wounds? I think so. I'm not sure if that's how it's actually supposed to work, but we'll go with it. All right. 
I don't know. I've never actually looked at real healing rules. I don't really feel like looking at All it. Alright, so yeah. I'm sure I've, I've got the the rules right here in front of me, but you roll really yeah, well, so. <laughs> One thing I think is actually it might be a double penalty if you're healing yourself with wounds. Which is weird, but I think that might be a thing that they do. That sounds accurate. No, he did. That's where he was getting the minus six from. Oh, no, minus... I was doing minus three. Oh, okay, so it would actually be... But it would be minus six if I was if I was wounded and trying to heal. No, him. it's a double penalty when you're trying to heal yourself. Okay, so then my... It would have been a nine. Yeah. So two wounds. Yeah. Still pretty good. Okay, I just looked at the rules. So it, it's not a per raise sort of thing. A success removes one wound, and a raise removes two. Okay. Oh, cool. That's minus two. I am yep. happy with that. Yeah. No, that was still a really good roll. And now I'm only at a minus four to heal you. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, we'll see. Ha-ha! That's uh, an eight. You heal one wound. I'll take it. Thank you. And then... And for Chin Mei. Because Chin Mei was not hurt. Yeah, I have... Yeah, oh, you were? Yeah. She had oh. three wounds. I just didn't transfer them over to the initiate. Okay. Come on, baby. Uh, that is only a one. Okay. A one? Because it's a five minus four. My one wound for three. Oh, yeah. So, unless you want to Benny that, then uh, nope. I do have blue bennies. Add a d6 to it? Yeah. All right. Three or better to at least heal one wound. Two. So wait, you rolled a five plus two would be seven, seven minus three. What's your penalty? I got a minus one. She's got a minus three. So minus four, seven. Yeah, yeah. Nope. All right, but you all get to make vigor rolls now minus your wound penalties to uh, do some natural healing because we're using that to roll every day. Ability. Uh, yeah, morning comes. Deputy, you wake up mm -hmm. from a, a nightmare tortured sleep. Um, Does that add a level of fatigue on top of wounds? No. Oh, okay. No, it just for didn't. Flavor. For flavor, you oh. didn't sleep well. Um, Malcolm Locke is already awake. Looks like he's got breakfast going. When she wakes up, she's going to try to do it like quietly to not draw attention to herself. Mm -hmm. It's like. Is he facing her, or yeah. is it... So... She's just not going to say anything. She's just going to watch him for a while. She's trying mm. to study him to see... Um, can she spot any, like, keys on him? Make me a notice troll. Minus your wounds. Oh, this is going to be tough. Seven minus three, so four. Four. So well, you can definitely tell us that if he has any keys in a pocket or a pouch or something, oh, they're not, not like dangling anything. off his belt. Oh, okay. She's just going to glare at him. Oh. Morning, Miss Flint. Feeling any better? Not really. Well... Here's some food. Let me take a look at those wounds before we get uh, get going. I didn't have time to do much some other than some preliminary bandaging so you didn't bleed out. Suppose you want things for that. No. I did it because you're worth more alive than dead. So 
don't don't thank me. Well, not that you were gonna, but. Well, I know I took one in the gut. My something's bothering me on my back. Hurts pretty fierce. Mm. Well, uh, I picked these up from a snake oil salesman. They actually work, which is pretty crazy, but uh, wouldn't wouldn't trust anything else to say you was selling. Um, and he pulls out a little little pouch and pulls a looks like a red colored pill mm -hmm. and hands it to you. Swallow that. Now I feel a good bit better, pretty quick. Why should I trust anything you say? Uh, I mean, if you don't want to take it, I'll take it back. Those were expensive, so. I mean, metagaming, I know that's probably going to help Rachel, but I feel like she doesn't want to take anything from him at this point, so she's just going to shove it back into his hand. Yeah. Puts it back in the pouch. Suit yourself. Um, I reckon you won't bleed out, and if you're hurting, you're less likely to uh, make trouble. Because I know that you'll be at a negative three to all the things you do. <laughs> she wants to, like, she wants to wait till there's, like, a moment where his back might be, where he might not just, like, have her in his full sight. Is there any such opportunity? Sure, like, like at a certain point, like, he eats, right? He gives you some food. Mm. Do you? Do yeah, you she'll eat it? the food. Okay. Because she's not suicidal. Like, she knows <laughs> she needs to eat. And then he's like saddling up, you know, packing up all the gear. While he's horses. packing up, she wants to look for a rock on the ground. Okay. That she might be able to like slip into a pocket or just okay. kind of like tuck. Size of a rock. What are we looking for here? A size where she can smack him on the head with it. Yeah, you can find one. I don't think you can slip into a pocket if it's big enough to conk him on the head with. Or like. Maybe like a baseball sized rock. Yeah, like just like a that she can Sure. That she could hide somewhere on her person. It doesn't necessarily have to be a pocket. Although I don't know what she would have. Is she still wearing her duster? You can stick it in your waistband or something. Um Yeah, you're probably still wearing your duster. Okay. Just like something she could like tuck under, then maybe just okay. keep out of sight. Oh. Roll a notice for that, or stealth, or yeah, roll stealth. This is gonna be tough. Yeah, that's a fail. As a fail, all right. Yeah, you're you're trying to tuck away just as he turns and kind of. All right, I saw. Drop the rock. She's gonna fling the rock at him. Okay, roll athletics. Uh, this is also gonna be bad. Unless you blow it up a million times. Right. Now he's really glad he didn't give you no healing no. pill. No, yeah, he kind of jerks out of the way. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna. I aim to fight you tooth and nail all the way back. Well, that's fair. But uh, I have to ask you to get up on on the horse before I have to use another ghost bullet. She's just going to sit there, and she's going to stubbornly cross her arms. Pulls his uh, Lamont, slips a bullet into the uh, first chamber, 
clicks it into place, cocks the hammer. And she's just going, you goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> Guess the question you got to ask yourself, is that a ghost bullet in there? Or is it a loaded for bear? Death is better than going back. Oh, you caught my bluff. It's a ghost bullet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But does he hit with it? Yeah. Yeah. When you wake back up, you're manacled to the horse God riding you. along. Uh, like, son of a bitch. Told you. Uh, so the rest of you, um, Haru, you wake up and you're tied to a tree. <sighs> Did it come back out again? Did I hurt anybody else? Oh, oh, you're awake, Haru. Here, I'll, I'll untie you. No, you didn't hurt anybody. Uh, we had to tell Chinmay that you were a, a dead man. Sure, just put something in the epitaph next time, why don't you? So everybody can fucking know. Sorry. You weren't breathing and you were cold. I was going to bury you or burn your body. Would that have been better? We kept her from burning her body. Don't. Don't try to burn my body. The... Well, you were dead, and I wanted to dispose of your corpse and let your spirit go to the beyond. Listen, if you... She's downright unfriendly. I say we shoot her first. <laughs> so if they hadn't told me that you had a demon inside of you, I would have burned your corpse to keep the scavengers out of camp and to let you be free from your body. Haru Chenmei's been fighting with us. We... She ought to know. Clearly they're your friends. We'll kill them last. Uh, I have headache. I don't actually have headache. <laughs> but I have a headache. Glad to be of service. Look, Chenmei. Well, I did, I did smack you upside the head pretty hard last night. Uh, trying to get you to breathe. I did not notice. I know you didn't. That's why I was going to bury you. Or burn you. We can all admit that we have seen weird things. I'm just another one on the list. So how do I know you're not going to hurt us? You don't. Well, that's, that's not encouraging me to not burn you. Trust that if something happens, there will be signs. There will be a way to know if it's me or if it's not me. What are the signs? Haru tends, like, kind of looks like he's looking over his shoulder at somebody else. Yeah, you look over your shoulder and you see Lazarus Black standing there, kind of, kind of ghostly looking in that burnt black skin, flesh weeping blood. And he just kind of grins at you. You've spent some time with me already, and you know that I am a... I try to be a good person. Charming, friendly, protective of all of you. The other, not so much. He may act, but it will not be sincere. You wound me, sir. Good. Also, if Haru punches you in the face, it is probably not Haru. <laughs> well, if that happens... I will burn your body. Do what you feel is necessary. Know that the 
other will retaliate to protect his own life. Right. The pyromaniac goes first. Would you let her know it's nothing personal, just self-preservation? I believe I already did so. Now be silent. Uh, no. For now, it is me, and I will do everything in my power to make sure he does not come out again. <laughs> For now, I will accept that answer. Now, shall we continue? Wait, has everyone eaten already? I do not need to. Probably not. I mean, I could go for a bite to eat. Some good raw flesh. The pyromaniac don't need her horse, does she? Just shut up. <laughs> yeah, you have breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, those moments, he's, he is talking out loud when he's yeah. talking. <laughs> so, I, so I see, like, Haru looking weirdly at my horse, and I kind of move over to the horse and start saddling it. <laughs> Maybe I pull out some trail rations, that, like dried meat or something like a jerky, mm-hmm. and just, like, chew on it and be like, oh, that'll be good enough for now. Keep your mouth shut. Just ain't the same. All right, you have breakfast. Those of you who do need to eat, uh, you saddle up. Scout is impatiently waiting at the edge of camp. We're moving, Scout. As soon as you get on horseback, he takes off uh, in the lead. So you ride most of the day following Scout's frantic trail. And uh, we're going to come back briefly to... Uh, Rachel, um, you've been riding, you know, Malcolm's been leading the way, manacled to your right. horse, so you can't even, like, throw yourself right. off the saddle. Probably oh, you probably, actually, you probably have tried that yeah. once, and you're just, like, hanging awkwardly <laughs> off the saddle. The horse is annoyed, Malcolm's just like, I'm not gonna stop to fix you. to be fair, she's his prisoner. Mm-hmm. She wants to escape. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally fair, but he's just not like, I, I told you I wasn't going to stop, so I ain't stopping. She'll, like, rewrite herself in the saddle if possible. Give me the agility check. Um, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, you, you do it. It uh, takes a, a little bit of effort. Yeah, because she's wounded. Mm-hmm. And awkward because you're like manacled and hanging right. by your wrists. Um, but you managed to get back into the saddle proper. Mm-hmm. She's gonna, you know, write herself and then. I trusted you, Malcolm. I thought we were friends. Give me a notice roll. Nope. Okay. Paul, he gave me this. And she's going to sh- just gesture to You scar. say that and push around to, like, the fuck are you talking? Oh. However much he's paying you, it's not going to help you sleep at night. He just gives you a long stare. And he opens his mouth like he's going to say something. Mm-hmm. And it closes his mouth. Opens it again. Doesn't say anything. And just turns around keeps going and then she's gonna 
good to know I'm riding with a fucking coward. Mouth-breathing coward now yeah. from, from that last little exchange. Is he a coward? I mean, I, I feel like he's acting very cowardly right now. He twists his saddle. I ain't no fucking coward. An opportunist, maybe. Bounty hunter, certainly. Self-described. But I ain't a coward. I think it's a coward who takes a beaten woman back to her husband so he can beat her some more. Manacled and shackled. Well, you'd run away otherwise. Damn right. I don't want to get beaten again. Look, whatever your, your past with your husband is, it ain't none of my business. My business is that he's paying me to take you back. Now, when you two are reunited, if you happen to have your guns on you, you're welcome to deal with him however you fucking please. So long as I get paid. I ain't your marriage counselor. I ain't his marriage counselor. I ain't asking you to fix our marriage. I'm asking you to let me go. And that's the one thing I can't do. Sorry. Anyway, enough fucking talking. Let's just, let's just fucking ride. She's gonna mutter under her breath, fucking coward. <clears throat> I heard that. Good. She's gonna try. This. He, he's leading the horse. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do not have the reins. <laughs> steer the horse away. So eventually, after hours of riding, it's probably afternoon. Um, you're you find yourselves riding up towards uh, this kind of this sloping mountain sort of sort of deal. Um, and. Uh, A couple of men materialize out of the underbrush. Uh, there's five of them. Four of them you don't recognize. They look like uh, the outlaw sort, pretty grim. But one man you do recognize. Is it? It's, uh, you remember, he was a drinking buddy of your husband's. Big bear of a man. Tall. Uh, bearded. You, you still like him. He was real friendly for a while, but it, uh, right about the same time that Paul changed, he changed too. Got cold, got mean. Gurney Hackle. Ooh, that's quite the name. He's there. So are they like around us at this point, or like kind of off in the? Like uh, we see, we're approaching. No, they're not them. like around. You're approaching. Okay. They, they they appear. So she's just gonna like see Gurney and just be like, Malcolm, I'm begging you. Please let me go. I'll I'll pay you anything you want. Just don't let me go. I'm begging you. Don't send me back. And Malcolm's just clenching his jaw. Like he doesn't know how to respond. And Gurney kind of looks at you, doesn't say anything. Switches his eyes over to to Malcolm. And says, "You're late, Locke." And Malcolm just took a Took a little more finagling than I expected. Um, but uh, we better we better go on inside and um, well, I've been I've been doing some hard riding with uh, with the prisoner here. I need to rest before I can activate the artifact. So uh, we um, 
we better we better hole up inside. I think her friends are hot on our trail, so might have a fight, but I gotta rest before I can I can do it. I just like do what? What are you talking about? Shut up. Just just shut up. Goddamn son of a bitch, Malcolm. <sighs> Maybe. And, uh, yeah, there's a, a cave entrance nearby. Uh, cause guess where you are? The Oregon Caves! Nice. The moment he, I miss, they're gonna take Rachel off the horse, yeah. Yeah. The moment her feet are on the ground, she is gonna... Unfortunately for you, it's Gurney who, uh, pulls you off the horse and unhooks your manacles from there. And he holds onto you with an iron grip. She is, like struggling like every step of the way yep he drags you into the caves um and they 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 climb because the the caves start start low and you basically kind of climb your way up through and it's pretty twisting and turning they're pretty narrow and low too. yeah and and gurney hackle just drags you the whole way and she's just cursing is yeah. Malcolm coming into the case with us, or he's... No, he's, he's oh, with you. She's cursing Malcolm, too. Like, just in calling him every name she can think of under the sun. And she's also calling him a coward. Like, repeatedly. Yeah. You, uh, you make your way to a, a small cave uh, deep inside the Oregon Caves. It's accessible only by a narrow tunnel. Um, the men that are with Gurney kind of take up sentry positions. One's up ahead a little bit. The others are by the entrance, and uh, Nearly kind of tosses you into a corner and just stands there watching over you, and Malcolm goes to a, a far side of the little cavern you're in and just sits down. Looks like he's trying to catch his breath and take a breather. It's about this time when the posse is riding up. Scouts led you this far to the entrance to... Uh, you, you would have missed it if Scout hadn't led you there. But uh, it's the entrance to a, a cave. Okay. Well, I will go first. I need no light. I hop off of Coon and... Mm -hmm. And you see a bunch of horses uh, tied up in front. You probably, also, if you'd just been riding along, you would have been like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? Because there's like six, well, eight, seven or eight horses just <laughs> chilling out here. All right. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to lead our horses over, like, kind of off the road a little bit so that if they get back there before us, they don't just, like, release all our horses or something. Mm -hmm. Just kind of make them a little out of the way or something. Yeah. And, yeah, I'll, fall, right, I'll yeah, follow. I was, was going to say, and then like, Haru just hopped off of Kuhn, and you you were going to take the horses over. Yeah. Uh, Haru would have just hopped off Kuhn, let Makario take the reins, and just started heading into the cave. And Scout leads the way for a little bit and then comes to stop when it starts to get to a point where it's climbing. He's clawing up. Uh, he's, looking, he's not barking, but he, he gives you a low growl and then snuffs in the direction of the, the climb. We'll get her, boy. You wait here. Guard our rear. Uh, athletics for climbing? Yep. Everyone give me an athletics roll. Oh. New critical failure rolls, huh? Yeah. You're having a hard time with it. You're 
slipping and sliding. Yeah, I can scrape the same yourself. thing. So you're going to take a level fatigue. Same thing? Uh, no, you don't suffer fatigue. So, okay, so, but yeah, I rolled to double. You, you rolled snake eyes? Yeah. All right, yeah, you're, uh, you're not, you're certainly not helping Chen Mei's opinion of you because you're scraping and gashing yourself and you're not bleeding like you should and you're not flinching like you should. Do I, would I still succeed? Just I took like a really rough wrap. Yeah, this is a fail forward. Okay. Well, I'd wrap up my hands at least so it doesn't look so terrible, you know, mm-hmm. from tears and the cuts and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I managed to hold together. I got a five after spinning a Benny. So. Okay. Chen Mei? Um, I got an eight. So with my two wounds, that puts me at a six. Okay. So you're fine. You're making it through the tunnel. Um, go ahead. Are you, go ahead and give me stealth rolls. Um, you're probably not being all that stealthy on account of the the two criticals. Woo-hoo, Benny. Oh, but I don't care. <coughs> I got an eleven. Okay. Uh, ten. One. Yeah, ten. I rolled a oh, four, one. but a minus one to my fatigue, and I figure that is why I was. Yeah. Um, so, some of you managed to get a little close enough. You're working your way through the tunnel. You see a, or through the caves, climbing and twisting and turning. You follow this uh, this branch. You, you kind of hear some muffled voices talking and stuff like that. You probably hear uh, Rachel cursing people out. Yeah. Calling someone a coward. Yep. And, uh,. But you also make a little bit of noise yourself. I actually like when I hear Rachel's voice. I'm like Rachel, 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 like, Rachel, Rachel. Yeah, like, like <gasps> that's her, you know. And then yeah, but I was a little bit too excited, made too much noise. Yeah. Uh, who's in the lead? Who's you know, so oh, your lead? Who's next? Probably Daisy, and then probably Macario. Okay. And I, I'm not sure. And I, I would put myself somewhere in the middle. Shot rings out and it's deafening in the tunnels. And uh, you manage to to jerk aside and pull Daisy out of the way as a bullet ricochets off the cave wall, and then you see a figure disappear. Uh, you see the shadow of a figure disappearing down a corridor or a tunnel. Is it the same direction we hear Daisy's or Rachel's yeah. voice? Is it, well, it's hard to tell direction yeah. from here. Cave, caves, yeah. But yeah, you think so. Okay, well, I'll follow in hot pursuit then. All right. And when he runs, I'm guessing the rest of us also run. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, initiative time. So. And I've 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 watched enough, uh, and learned enough that I'm not using my full katana in here. Probably just my walkie, cause <laughs> caves, man. Yeah. No, not a lot of room. <laughs> well, yeah, that, we know uh, how that gash got in the wall of the Oregon cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Haru. You got a ten of hearts, Daisy. You got a nine of spades, Shenmei. You got a two of spades. <laughs> uh, Macario, you got a seven of spades. I'm not gonna do you in, Rachel, because uh, you're all manacled. And... For now. For now. Well, no, we'll, do, we'll do you in. Six of clubs, to, Rachel. Oh, I don't know what else she's gonna do besides sit there and curse at people. Yeah, Malcolm now. got a four of diamonds. I don't think I gave him a flick. Oh, but you know what I didn't give him? I gave him level headed. So he gets a six of hearts. Uh, Gurney is going to get a seven of clubs. 
And then the rest of his minions are going to get the King of Spades. Alright, so they fall back. They take up positions around the, the entrance. There's four of them. And they are armed with... Uh, I was originally thinking Winchesters, but I think in the caves, rifles are a little unwieldy, so they're using revolvers. And uh, two of them can take a shot. Uh, so they're going to fire at Makario first. I see you coming down. Or, um, Haru. You're Haru. Yes. I got a four. So it's going to hit. Unless you have dodge or something, which I don't do. No. It wasn't a raise. Uh, only four points of damage. I have a toughness so, of eight. Yeah, they wing you. Uh, well, does that miss? Does that graze you? Or is that like dead on hit, but because you're dead, you just don't stop? I think it would like hit, like hit the shoulder, but he just keeps pushing forward through okay. it. Second shot. I think this one's going to be aimed at... Well, you know, you, you kept coming after you got shot the first time, so... I know, he misses. So that was them. Let's see. You're up. Uh, how far away are they? Uh, they're like 12 squares away. What's the width of the tunnel at this point? One person, really. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, then I'll... Mm -hmm. um, actually, I'm going to do my protection power. Okay. Spending three points, so that way it, it's magical protection, so no AP. And I roll a d8 and a d6. Seven. Nice. So that's plus two? Uh, yeah, plus two to my armor. Nice. All right, so that was you that puts Daisy next. And I am yeah, right in front, so I, I am yeah. the tank. Yeah, you move forward. You're right so we're coming, like... Am I able to shoot around him or anything? Yeah. Or? Uh, like if you get a critical fail, you might put a bullet or a, a railroad railroad spike through his back. All right. Fine. This is going to be loud. And woohoo! And I try to shoot him. Oh, my God. That would be is. deafening. <laughs> yeah, that is deafening. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, maybe. Oh my god, that'd be rattling so bad. Uh, that's a five, or a four. Alright. That's gonna hit one of the guys. Oh, I didn't say I supercharged, so... That's normal. Roll it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like awesome! Seven... Eleven. Uh, yeah, he's toast. That was eleven damage, you said? Yeah, you, uh, you see one of these guys, he leans out, they, they fire a couple shots... And then you hear that, that distinctive, woo woo! Yes. And uh, one of the guys like leans out with his revolver, take a shot, and then you just see like blood and, and guts and bones spray out his back, and he drops to the ground. And then like like in the wall, probably uncomfortably close to you, a railroad spike just chunk. Uh -huh. <laughs> She's like, woo! <laughs> well, Daisy's here. <laughs> She's gonna like shout out, I'm in here. Daisy! And... Can you hear me say your name? Macario, you're up. No, probably. probably not, but she saw the real spike. You recognize yeah. uh, Rachel's voice. So uh, Macario's going to crouch down, making himself like a, a smaller target for all these bullets that are flying overhead. Mm -hmm. And he's actually going to pull out this little concoction that he made. It's, it's basically a confetti bomb where you pull the string and a bunch of confetti shoots up in the air. 
And he's going to use that as like a sort of smoke cloud to make it harder to shoot the team. Okay. And that's deflection. Okay. Deflection only affects you, though. Um, I can spend power points to make it affect more than just oh, me. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Two extra per person affected. I'm going to spend it to affect her and him. Or her and her. Okay. <laughs> uh, Daisy and Chen. And Chen Mei. All right. Cool. And that's a simple success, so um, we're all at minus two to be shot. Or, nice. All right. Yeah. Power modifiers for, for the win. Five turns. That's awesome. So that's yeah, there's, part of the new there's, that's, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's there's cool. confeder- confederate confederacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. The cloud of confetti all over the place. <laughs> These people are like, oh, my God, this whistle went off, this guy died, and confetti pops out. <laughs> so you, you shout, you know, oh, I'm in here, and Gurney turns around and kicks you in the ribs hard. And then uh, and he turns back towards the cave, and he steps forward, and uh, he levels a shotgun. He's going to fire at you there. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Haru. That's a 12. I think so. Yeah. That's a raise. Ow! 15, 17? 17. 22. 22 points of damage. Okay, so... Toughness is 8? Yeah. Or is it 10? Uh, 8. It's 8 after the spell? Okay. Oh, well, oh wait, no, 10 after the spell. 10 after the spell. So that's 10 shaken and 3 wounds. You gonna take it or you wanna soak it? Um, I will attempt to soak. That's a vigor roll, right? Yeah. It's been a while. My brain's forgetting. Yeah, no worries. Seven. Seven? Well, that will soak one wound. You got that blue Benny if you want to spend it. And that red one. Oh, uh, right, reminder. So when you're spending Bennies, if you Benny a roll and then you roll Snake Eyes, that overrides your original roll. And oh. you, you can't spend any more Bennies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, because if on your original roll, you roll Snake Eyes, you can't roll a Benny. That makes sense. D6. Okay. Really hurt. Fuck. Mm-hmm. One, so eight total. Man, that's two. So that's eight. Two. That's two wounds. So you take one wound from the shotgun blast. Uh, and I'm not shaken. Though. You are shaken. Still yes. shaken? Okay. Still shaken. But you get the uh, slight pleasure, I guess. And seeing kind of kind of this look of concern cross his face as he like blows a hole through your chest and you don't stop. I, I, I kinda of look down at the, the hole in my chest and look back up at him and I just kind of like <laughs> and, and yeah, you're you're wheezing, you just got kicked in the chest and you look over, you you're looking you're glaring at Gurney and he's you know, he fires and then you see this like oh fuck <laughs> look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's Malcolm's turn. Malcolm gets up, moves over towards where you're at, uh-huh. and he's playing with uh, his his coin. He's got his silver dollar out, and he's reaching into his pocket. What are you doing? Um, after like kicks in the ribs, wounded in the guts, so definitely winded but she's gonna do her best to just tackle around the like when you say manacled like manacled or manacled. Have there's a, a little bit of give like four oh. inches is the maximum usually yeah. so she's just gonna 
tackle uh, Gurney around like the legs, trying to okay. just um, bring him down. Give me an athletics roll first. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? Uh, it is going to be an athletics roll, but it's going to be at a negative two on top of your wounds okay. because you're manacled. Yeah, this is going to be probably... Basically, she's just flinging her body into him to knock him right. out of the way so he can't get another shot off on Haru. Seven minus five. 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 Is two. Yeah. Yeah, we'll spend the five again on that. Okay. Nope, that's worse. All right, yeah, you, you start to to jump forward and, like, Malcolm steps on your, your leg manacles uh, and you fall short. Fall short. Uh, Mei, you're up. Um, from where I'm at in the cave, do I have access to attack? You, you can push your way forward a bit. Okay. Um, and is somebody actually holding Rachel right now? Like, is, um... Kind of. It's, you can't really see Rachel. You can see a couple guys standing at the mouth of the cavern. And I can see enough to see that, like, Rachel wouldn't be in the way if I, like... Right, you know, yeah. you, you can't... Rachel's not in the way. Um, you've heard her voice in there, but you, you haven't, like, seen her. Oh, I still need to get another knife. Um, I'm going to use my Derringer and shoot at the one that's closest to me. Okay, that's probably uh, Gurney. That's, okay. That's uh, he's, the he's, one that he's, shot me with a shotgun. Yeah, he's the one that's the most out in the open. And he's a little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he just blew someone away with a shotgun and that someone didn't crumple to the floor in a heap of blood and bone. In fact, just looked angrier. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to try to shoot at Gurney. Okay. And Don't hopefully not Don't cave in the... Um... I'm going to Benny that. Okay. I got a four, but with my one penalty. Yeah. Can I Benny again? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. As long as it's not snake eyes. No. Nope. It's a two. Well, that's hey, better. Box card. Nice. Uh, 11 minus two is nine. Is what? Nine. nine. Oh, that's a raise. Yeah. Okay. So... I think a Derringer does just straight two d six. It's two d six, and then do I add it? Yeah, d six for your raise. D6 yeah, d six for the raise. Yeah, okay. Six. Six. Mm-hmm. So another one of those changes to the rules is you can spend bennies on damage rolls now if you want. I think I'm just I'm running low on bennies. Um, um, I'm gonna stick with that six. Okay, six damage. Um, let me double check here. I think he's shaking. Although he is, he is a bear of a man. He's brawny. He is... No. He is not shaken. Well, he's also not going to be able to move very much because he's a big man in a little cape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Haru, you got a queen of hearts. Spades. Yes. Spades. Black hearts. Uh, Daisy, you got a uh, king of clubs. Oh, Chenmei, you got the joker. Uh, here... <laughs> Player got the Joker, so hat goes around. Everyone take a Benny, except for me. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, Macario, you got the three of spades. 
Rachel, you got the three of diamonds. Makes sense. Um, Malcolm got ace of clubs. Gurney got the queen of clubs. His mooks got the four of clubs. And so it's been around. It's been some shots fired. It's been a lot of yelling. And then you hear something echoing from the tunnels beyond. It's like a screeching sound, a skittering, chortling sort of... No, not, not like that at all, actually. Um, just this, this weird, weird sound. High-pitched. Kind of like a, a scree. And echoing through the caves. Uh, Chen Mei, do you want to go first? You got the Joker, so you go whenever you want. Yeah, I want to attack, um... Gurney. All right, so... What's his name? Gurney. 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 I keep on calling him Gunther. Um, so I'm going to shoot at him again with my Derringer. Okay. Uh, roll plus two, because... Because I got a Joker. Joker. Oh, that's nice. That just negates my, uh, wounds. Uh, seven? Seven? That's going to hit. Okay. You get plus two your damage as well. Uh, ten. Ten. Ooh, mm -hmm. he's shaking. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, that bullet zings a little too close to home, and he, he has to duck back behind cover. Okay. And now it's Malcolm's turn. Malcolm gets this kind of, like, what the fuck was that look? And then, uh, he finishes fishing in his pocket, and he drops something in front of you. Is it the key? It is the key. Yes. And then he drops your, your gun belt in front of you as well. Like he's been carrying over his shoulder or something and he just drops it in front of you. And he mutters something about like, I have enough of this bullshit. And he starts uh, fingering that coin and then he disappears. Just vanishes? Just vanishes. Just yeah. kind of like a... Really Rachel's just like... What? I really wanted to trip him as you ran out. <laughs> Uh, I gotta wait till my turn to act though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rachel is just like, God damn. Well, you're, uh, what you were telling him got to him. Good. Maybe she won't shoot him on sight if she ever runs into him again. Yeah, I just had to wait for the most dramatic moment possible. Uh -huh. I'd just like to declare that if he goes through the confetti, I want a chance to see him. Um. <laughs> Oh, crap. <laughs> he might have just teleported, too. He could have just teleported. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Daisy, you're up. All right, so he just blinked out of existence. Yeah, but you probably didn't see that. Yeah, probably not. What else? Like, the big dude is still there? Big and... dude's still there. He kind of pulled back in cover. There's a couple of other guys that are... are well, there's one other guy who's um, near the cave entrance. He's got some cover. Um, and then there's another few guys that are theoretically there unless theoretically yeah unless rachel's been oh fuck i lost the word hallucinating this whole thing uh, but there's also that sound you heard yeah well what are these other folks doing like do they look scared of the sound a little bit they certainly look concerned there's a lot of like what the fuck was that noise well i think i need to respond to the sound by Letting off a train whistle and shooting at something. Who are you shooting at? Uh, 
So I'm just gonna do one of the the moves, the one move that I can see. Okay. So yeah, he's got a little bit of cover, minus two, except he rolled really well. Yeah, I rolled a seven, which is a six. So minus two is a four. It's still a hit. Still a hit. Yeah. All right, damn. And I still keep on not saying I'm doing whatever. Two d six. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's toast. Yeah, it's uh, 15 damage. Yep. Ka-chunk. <laughs> Who needs to spare more power yeah. points right Yeah, now. He, like, he, he's, he's hiding behind cover, and it's just thin enough that you put that railroad spike right through it, and just... <laughs> Macario, no. you are shaking. No. What do you mean now? Macario is that guy. I'm Haru. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm not shaking. You're just going to have to change your name. And your microphone. And your microphone. Haru, it's your turn. Shaken, so I roll vigor to... Isn't it spirit time? It's spirit time, Jake. Oh, well, mm-hmm. Jesus, make it easier then. You got the spirit. Yes, yeah. you well, do. That also makes sense. If you have a demon inside of you, it'd be harder to shake. Uh, 10. Yeah, you unshaken, you can act. Okay. Um, I move. Draw my... Uh, well... I thought they were already drawn. Yeah, I draw my, draw, drew my walkie. I'm not going to draw my katana here because okay. room-wise. And uh, I'm going to attack a gurney. Gurney? Okay. Eight. My Eight? Roll. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to hit, I think. Let me double check here. It's not going to raise, but it's going to hit. Okay. I'll keep it for now. Eight damage. Oof. That... We'll shake him. Was he already shaken? He was already shaken. Was he? So that wounds him. Yeah, because uh, I think Chen Mei shook yeah, him. Yeah, Chen Mei um, shook him. As, as I cut into him, you have kidnapped my friend. For that, you deserve only death. Which I think I would have may have said loud enough for Rachel to hear in her little... Oh, yeah. Well, Rachel, you, yeah, you're like fiddling with the keys I and your that. guns. And you look up and you see Gurney... Stumble back of a, a shallow cut across him, and Haru is standing there in the entrance to the cave. And uh, it's his turn. He's going to try and unshake. He does. And uh, he's going to level that shotgun. He's going to shoot at you again. Why won't you die, you son of a bitch? Got a six. That's going to hit. Well, it's a five, actually, with his wound. That's a 13 on damage. So you're shaking again. Oh, five over? Uh, Yeah, my toughness... Well, no, wait, no. My toughness is ten, because I forgot of my armor. Okay, that's just a shaken result. It's just shaken? Yeah. Um, So once again, shotgun. This time even closer. Yeah. He's not (laughs) stopping. The other two guys are going to take shots at you. Um, they're kind of freaking out a little bit because, yeah, they saw they just watched you take two blasts of the shotgun and not slow down much. And they were hearing this other weird noise. And there's this weird train whistling thing. <laughs> that's every, every time they hear it, just, someone dies. And one guy just vanished, just straight up vanished. Oh, they, I don't think they know that. Oh, they're, okay. they're, they're probably going to be like, hey, where's Malcolm Locke? <laughs> Uh, neither of them hit, and they're they're shooting wild like ah! <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh god! 
Uh, Macario. So, uh, Macario's gonna head over to this guy that's messing around with the shotgun, Gurney, Mm -hmm. and, um, he's gonna basically tie his shoelaces together and give him, like, a kick in the knee as a, as sort of a taunt, distraction sort of thing, if that works. Okay. Hmm. You're looking to use your taunt skill. Yeah, basically. I'm trying to do it. I'm going to resist with my agility since you're trying to tie his shoelace. Wait, he's, he's got boots. No. Um... You could just insult him. You could pants him. I was about to say, undo his belt and just watch his pants fall down. (laughs) Sure, I'll do that. I'll undo his belt. Okay. It's going to be agility because he's going to be like, hey, hey, what are you doing? (laughs) This ain't the time and place. (laughs) At least by me first. (laughs) So that's a seven. I got five. Actually, it's four with his wound. All right. All right, so I'm going to make him uh, distracted. He suffers minus two to all rolls until the end of his next turn. Oof. Yeah, he's like, Arr! he's trying to pull his pants back up. He's dropping his shotgun. Uh, Rachel. So, yeah, picking up the keys. Grabbing and... the keys. You're, you, you get yourself uh, unmanacled. Oh, okay. Is that the whole action? Yeah, I think so. Between I feel like that's getting the manacles fair. off yeah. you and getting your belt, your yeah. belt back around your your I, waist there. That's totally fair. Yeah, the comforting feel of uh, rage and retribution yep. at your sides. And uh, so Gurney is kind of backed up against the wall of the cave. There, he's fiddling with his uh, his belt. He's cussing at Macario. Yeah, he's like, Haru got like a death glare right in his right. face the entire well, time too. You're glaring at him, and then you see like the the cave wall behind him kind of start to peel away, and then you see someone kind of come forward, and then with a snick of mandibles, it cuts right through Gurney's throat, and his head goes rolling forward in a spray of blood and surprise. As much as I'm appreciative that this man has died, I am fearing what has been that wall much worse. <laughs> yes, because whatever it is that came through the wall behind him, it looks. Like a centipede, only much, much larger, with huge, razor-sharp mandibles, and it rears up from the cave wall where it enters from and screes. And then uh, you hear more burrowing, and another one of the the thugs kind of gives this. And you kind of look over to the side, and there's another one of these things that's come out of the wall, then burrowed through his back and out his his abdomen. I suggest we leave. Rachel seems to have her guns. We can leave now. And the last, the last guy that still stands, like, wait, what? What about? Don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you answered your own question. And uh, these things are coming out of the walls, you know, the tunnel uh, where the rest of you are at. These things, and they're skittering forward. And then, uh, Daisy, you're, uh, you know, you're like swinging your railgun. To try and get a shot at one of these when you hear kind of a. <laughs> and then you feel someone's hand against your shoulder, and the next thing you know, you're standing outside the caves. Okay. All of us are out standing outside the caves? No, Daisy is. <laughs> Daisy is. I, as a player, know exactly who did this. And uh, you're all, you know, the rest of you don't, maybe don't notice in the confusion oh, yeah, of everything that yeah. Daisy suddenly disappeared. But you're turning your. You know, you're seeing more of these things just crawl forward. None have gotten within reach of taking an action against, but you're getting overwhelmed with the fact that there's, this cave is, is 
swarming swarming with these centipede things Rachel's these, trying to like shakily you know load bullets into her gun tunnel critters and then uh Chen Mei and you're loading bullets back into your derringer because you fire two shots and you hear you kind of feel a whoosh of wind another and then a hand on your shoulder and the next thing you know you're outside standing next to Daisy and you hear another I'm grabbing Rachel, like I'm moving to Rachel to kind of help her and grab her because I see that she's injured. So. At, at the yeah. corner of your eye, you see a figure appear and then Macario disappears. Well, And Macario, I... you suddenly find yourself outside. I feel like we came to save Rachel and Rachel's not in the cave, so I think we should go. Uh, Rachel's still, still in the cave. cave. Oh, Rachel's still in the cave. Yeah, has got an arm around her and, and his walkie up like, right. <laughs> move her way out of here. And then you, you hear that, that, that sound that boom. She's like grabbing your wrist like, Hey, it looks like we're going to die together, friend. You feel hands on both your shoulders, and Malcolm walks his. I don't think so today. And you're outside. Well, we're all here. With Malcolm? Nope, Malcolm's nowhere to be seen. Oh. Maybe, maybe very briefly then. Am I the only one left in the cave now? No, no, you got the second one out. Okay. I, uh,. Move over to Coon and grab some spare bandages I have and start, like, wrap, at least wrapping over the areas where I got shotgun blasts and yeah. kind of, like, covering myself up. <laughs> Actually, let's say Malcolm is there. Oh, he is? He's standing a fair distance away. He's got um, some sort of, uh, it looks almost kind of like a compass, if a compass were made out of stone. I was going to say, I was wondering about the artifact that was mentioned earlier. And he says, guess you were right. Deputy Kennedy couldn't uh, couldn't sit by and let that happen. Good. Your uh, your husband ain't gonna quit. Don't know. Uh, don't rightly know exactly why he's after you, but he's coming. And what he's bringing with him ain't like anything this valley is ready for. If I were you, I'd run. I'd run far. I'd go, like, overseas far. The valley ain't ready. You ain't ready for what's coming. And I ain't sticking around. Well. That man, Ross? What about him? What Flint's got with him is worse. And it wants Ross. Ross can take care of himself, but... This... What's coming? If, uh... If you care about this valley, you care about the people here, kill Ross. Because so long as he's still amongst the living, this valley's gonna be between a stone and a hard place. And you don't want to be there. Well, Malcolm, you shot me, you kidnapped me, you chained me up, you took no. my guns. Shot you again. I shot shot you me again. With a bullet that didn't do no permit. But harm. you did get me out of that cave and you tossed me the keys. The way I reckon it, we're square. Sounds good enough for me. I'd like to try to toss a lasso out and rip the artifact out of his hands if he's like playing with it. Oh, he's not really playing with it. He's gripping it. It's not like his, uh, his silver dollar mm -hmm. that he's playing with. He's just got it in his hand. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. What was all that about that ritual 
What 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 were you guys talking about back there? I was bullshitting them. See, I've been listening to all what you were saying, and I needed to have to think about it. Oh, the, the ritual, the yeah, artifact. Yeah, the artifact. I know a couple of hexes, one of which is, uh, you seem, getting from one place to another real fast-like. This artifact boosts some abilities. And, uh, I think I'm going to use it. Bye. Damn it. I was going to try to shoot him with a ghost bullet. Yeah, he's gone. I want to know how it made that. <laughs> and uh yeah it's a it's a long ride it's not that long a ride but it feels like a long ride getting back to jacksonville on the ride back i want to ask her something because that i don't i don't understand um so they take you to a cave with giant centipedes why <laughs> wish i knew macario malcolm was well he was Said he had a bounty to bring me back to a place I don't want to go. Centipedes. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, that's but, definitely. Well, suppose you ought to know. Um, I used to be married to. Well, noisy way to say this. He's a right all abusive son of a bitch. And. Mm-hmm. I probably knew because we traveled long before. He, well, he got me in the way of expecting, and when I decided that I couldn't raise a baby in that house, he did not take kindly to that decision. So, I shot him and left him, thought I'd killed him. Apparently not. Mama yeah, said if, he was hired to bring me back. Even if you did kill him, Rachel, he may not have forgotten. I hadn't thought of that. I need to hunt him down for you? Glad to see that you're all right, Rachel. Appreciate you guys coming after me. Always. But are, is everyone okay, the town? What happened? Uh, the, the town is well. There's been some losses, um, but it is still standing. Ross all right? He's all right. He's more than. <laughs> he uh, helped set me straight in finding you. Uh, Ross, didn't we see him riding real fast by as we were leaving? Yes, I presume to, um, help me with my issues. If you remember, Macario, Ross knows about my condition. I'm not going to give up Ross's condition with Chen Mei, because I don't know if she, how much... She... No, she doesn't know that, Yeah, uh... so he just, he, he knows about my condition. Well, I couldn't ask for a finer group of friends and once the town was under control we came out to find you where's um scout oh scout's there okay. scout's like, <laughs> 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 like immediately at your feet like, yeah scout's oh yeah, yeah. Had, like, a big old scout comes reunion. bounding over to you scout helped us find you he deserves all kinds of treats 
like lick the pot clean every camp. <laughs> um, buy my dog a steak when we get back. <laughs> so should the name of this episode be The Power of Friendship? Oh. <laughs> uh, so you make it back to Jacksonville. Uh, what are you doing there, Deputy? Um, prob- I mean, she- seeing a doctor, I would imagine. <laughs> Like she's got sense. three wounds. Doctor Briars. Yeah. Yeah, he's. She's uh, probably exhausted and wounded, and. Yeah, he gives you once over. He tells you it's not much he can immediately do, but he binds up some of your wounds. And uh, recommends you get some bed rest. Yeah. She's probably gonna follow the doctor's orders this time. Smoking a shitload of tobacco, drinking a shitload of alcohol. Not because it'll get me drunk, but it'll cover over my dead person smell. Yep. <laughs> and taking a nap. <laughs> She's gonna probably go to her sister's. She doesn't want to be alone. You're uh, you're leaving the the doctor's office, and you, you open the door, and Ross is standing there, glaring, arms crossed. He didn't go see Ross first. No, oh. she went to. See because yeah, because if he w- she would have gone to see him first, he would be like, "Go see a fucking doctor, yeah. then come see me." So either way, she was. Just real casual. Just real casual, like she's gonna tip her hat. Ross. Kennedy. Glad to see you're all right. Glad to see you ain't dead. Where the fuck? That that ain't funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's good. It's kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> Town's all right. I'm still me. Glad to see you're all right. What the fuck happened? Well, I don't rightly understand it myself. Parts are a bit hazy, but basically, Malcolm Locke is a son of a bitch. Never trust a federal marshal. God damn right. Not even gonna tell him the truth about Malcolm Locke. <laughs> no, she'll like. Didn't like when he showed up. Didn't shoot him because he had to keep up pretenses about being an officer of the law. Ross, you are an officer of the law. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just here to kill the scary shit. You're the officer of the law. Damn right. And this officer is going to bed. <laughs> uh, I expect a full report uh, in a couple of days. Yeah, there's something I need to talk to you about. Okay, something but... I need to know like right now. Something we need to go to my office to talk about. It's going to need to be a private conversation. All right, let's go over to my office. If it's, uh, if it's urgent. It's urgent, but it's not anything I think that I can't wait a couple of hours. All right. Go get some rest, deputy. That's an order. I will lock you back up in a cell. I'm trying to go get rest right now, Ross. All right, all right. I'm going to be at my sister's. Okay, good. Glad you're back. Thanks. I did not want to train a new deputy. Yeah, I pity the poor soul who has to step into. Yeah, well... Not everyone's is uh, open to learning about the scary shit in our world. And uh, yeah, it's just a pain in the ass to find someone who can shoot straight. So, uh, 
you've been an, an adequate deputy thus far and uh, would not want to have to start from scratch. Ross, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Don't let it go to your head. Get some rest, deputy. <laughs> like I said, glad you're safe. Glad you're still standing in one piece. <laughs> takes more than a couple of nose ferrets, as the rangers call them, to take me down. All right, does anyone else have any other scenes they want to, to do? To go through? Sleep off my fatigue. I don't think so. All right. Uh, all right. Awesome. Close the episode here. Uh, hope you all enjoyed uh, yep. this session. Uh, season two, episode one, comeback. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed. Well, listening to this, and um, yeah, we'll uh, catch you all next time. My name's Ben. I've been here with Rosemary, Austin, Trisha, Ed, and Nick S. This has been season two, episode one of Valley of Famine, and we are excited to be back. I'm excited to be back, and uh, you all have a good whatever time of day it is you're listening to this. Uh, it's night for us, so have a good night. Later.